quite a chunk into this book, so that's about a third third of the way through. But yeah, yes, and it's also a really f- fast read. It's quite so you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of good words and squeaky chairs, uh, welcome to the old geezers talk ADHD. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Thompson. I was diagnosed with ADHD three weeks ago. And I'm Martin West, and I was diagnosed with ADHD horrendous uh, about seven years ago. So we're two old geezers who, by coincidence or not, after 39 years of friendship, discovered that we're co-ADHDers. Mm-hmm. Now, it's really important to say that this is an entertainment podcast about ADHD and does not substitute for individualized advice from qualified health professionals. Well, that went better than last week. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. A lot better. Um, Well, the week went better too. So don't take any advice from us. We're just here as a kind of all-inclusive park bench or a comfy pair of ADHD slippers. Our ultimate hope is to create a safe space for the ADH community where we can engage openly and frankly. Okay, still here? Okay, then grab your lunch pack and let's take you to ADHDville, an imaginary town that we've created in our minds where we'll be able to explore different parts of ADHD. All right, okay. So, uh... In ADHDville, let's start off where we always start off, which is in the uh, mayor office. We are the joint mayors of ADHD, and and uh, this is where we take care of business. Yeah. So uh, I feel like I need some papers to rattle, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Or or yeah. Or a rubber stamp. Get get rubber stamp something. Yes, I know that you Italians do like a rubber stamp from. Oh yeah. What I remember yeah, yeah. last last week. Yeah. I once took. Like, I once. I once took something. I went. I went. I once went to an electrical store to take back a, a a product that wasn't working or whatever. I came out. I came out like two hours later with seven different rubber stamps on it, just to get it changed for another swapped for another product. Anyway. Wow. Okay. All right. Little monologue about Italian rubber stamping. All right. How was your How was your week? Was it was only good, yeah. bad? Um, it's cool. It's cool. I think. Oh, do you know what's come to mind? It's like maybe connected to our our you know fifty plus age group thing. Whatever you know, mature mature. Well, I've never been mature. Never will be. But anyway, um, I'm okay with this time of my life. I've just been. I'm okay with being okay. You know. Mm-hmm. And so when you have an okay week, it's just like, that's good enough. It's really good enough. Um, went to see Asteroid City. Very cool. What's uh, the, that? What's Vin, Asteroid City? Vin Vendor's film. Okay. With with Scarlett Johansson and Tom Hanks and uh, all these guys. Very, I loved it. It's been absolutely pillared in the, by the 
by uh, film critics. I loved it. Um, All right. Is there any HDAD angle to you going to to see a film? Well, slight one. I've got to shoehorn it in. Are you ready? I never watched watched trailers. I can't stand, can't stand. Like, they'll give you the whole damn plot watching the oh, trailers right. I, I always literally i turn if something comes up and i'd have like I, I literally turn away i don't want it i don't want it to be spoiled even to the point where people like laugh at me because i go and watch any film and sit up and i said oh how was the film and i said well, it was really bad actually so well didn't you watch the trailer first no no i never watch the trailers and i don't read reviews i like that right. chance to see part you know take a chance right. I'm trying to find like an ADHD angle on 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 this. So, for example, I can't go on big screens. I can't go too f- close to the screen. Okay. Because when it gets to like an action scene and there's a lot going on, my brain just kind of my visual part of my brain just kind of melts down, and I get over loaded with stimulus okay and it and yeah, cause there's obviously like right. a lot of noise going on as, as, as well yeah. um, and and then and my ang- anxiety not just like you know ang- uh, you mm. know the film making me feel anxious for the plot but it's like i'm actually feeling quite anxious because yeah, yeah, yeah. my my brain's just going right. nuts and starts to like wants to shut down right, right. i'm the opposite I get really hacked off with someone distracts me from my absorption of my my potential to absorb a film, you know, visually and uh, sonically, <laughs> sonically, and if yeah. like Chris Packets and stuff like that drives me nuts. All oh, right, yeah, because yeah. it, it's interesting because part of ADHD is is often there's you know like your hypersensitive to all kinds of things like textures or sound or right. lights yeah. or you know like there's there's often one or a combination of things that that, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of that almost like set me off make me anxious and then and then can right. easily just go into like feeling angry right oh you know, me too like, for me it's like i already find it difficult to concentrate something and stay with it don't fucking distract me Right, you know, and I've packet. got, I've been in situations like people would like look to me like I'm crazy. I was in Palermo with a couple of friends, and there was like a TV above me. Then there were announcements to like call out the number of the order for people to go collect their food. And there was a guy behind me who was on like uh, um, um, listening to YouTube at like full blast volume on his on his phone, and trying to have a conversation with my friends. I was going out of my mind. And I literally lost my, I lost my shit. Wow. And my two friends who like, they're from Palermo. It's like normal to them. Chaos is part of their life. You know, mm. they looked at me like Paul's losing it. To me, it was like totally okay. But I did make a scene. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, I, one of my psychologists, she said to me, so, you know, what do you think? Cause I told her about this. I said, what do you think you could do about it? And I said, well, I guess I could just put up my hand and say, guys, um, I find it really difficult to uh, concentrate. 
I'm really sorry. But, and, and she said, yeah, that's exactly what you should do. And I tried it and it works really fine. You know, it's really fine. You're just really honest, you know. That's, I mean, like, there is something really good about getting your needs met, right? Which is... Damn right. Uh, and I think as you get older, you, you are more comfortable with getting your needs met. And, uh, you know, like, so it was like I was at the opticians yesterday. Right. She kind of like put my head back and she was going to... She squirted a drop in my eye. Right. And she didn't really, I wasn't really teed up for it. And the whole sensation and the whole thing was like, I was like, what? No. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. I said, I said, look, <laughs> you know, I have, I have, I have ADHD. And one of the things is, is Ooh. how things feel on my skin. Mm -hmm. Like I can react really badly to right. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And then that, that mm. uh, and I was talking to my wife about it. She said, "Oh, yeah, yeah that's that's good. You're, you know, you're it's brilliant. Yeah, you're. I've started you're to do that as well. Needs. Even before my diagnosis, I had a meeting with a guy who was like, I had to like, I've I've got a a real shit show going on at the moment with my di different SIM cards from different companies, and it's madness, total madness. Anyway, this guy came, we met, and said." Okay, I'll do this, this, and that, and then you need to do this, that, and the other. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. look, I, I'm not very good. I, I didn't know I had been diagnosed. I said, look, I'm not very good at memorizing this stuff. Can you, like, r write it down for me? Or just right. slow down, because it was in Italian. Just slow down. I said, really, I'm really sorry. Really, th thanks for being patient. And I'd, like, write down, okay, so I need to send you this document. Okay. And it really helped. But for me, Ooh. it's not. It's it's also about respecting my own needs too. Like Absolutely. they have the right to be there, you know, to exist. Yeah, you know, it's like learning how you work is so important, right? Exactly, exactly. And a thing, a thing. In the end of the day, if you, there's also the other. There are other benefits too, um, like um, if you're suppressing your needs which is what, you know, I've done, you know, it's like, oh, my needs aren't important, you know, mm -hmm. um, either consciously or not. If you're suppressing your needs, you will get to a boiling point and you, without realising you're like, you get to a point of, you know, what the fuck point, you know, and you kind of like go crazy. So it's, right. there, are, there are no good sides of, of, you know, of putting other people's needs before yours. Unless you know, there's sort of sometimes a good, or totally good reason. But if you're suppressing your own, that's bad. Bad. That's bad. For sure. All right. Um, so, so item number three on my list is uh, just a reminder to please subscribe to our pod. Rate us. Tell us what what you think. Um, it keeps the uh, the lights on here in in ADHDville. I've got item four from last week, which is like, uh, do you have like a, a famous person with AD, with ADHD? You brought up, um, Mike. Uh, I say Michelangelo, isn't it? It was um, Leonardo uh, da Vinci. Leonardo da Vinci, yeah. Um, right. So, <laughs> so who's your special guest this week? Oh, this. Yes, thank you, thank you, Martin. You, you, what, I think what you mean is the surprise special guest. 
Yeah. This is where I go to my monologue. Oh, Martin, I, I know that um, you said we don't have a budget yes. and that we shouldn't blow our budget on the first two podcasts, but right. um, we've, got a, we've got a surprise guest. All right. And it's lovely. Okay. It's, like, it's Stephen Hawking. Wow. Yeah. So you've you've got the voice computer on the chair of Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All plugged in. <laughs> plugged in with all his with all his yeah. famous like catchphrases. Yeah. And um but unfortunately he couldn't join us because I didn't have the right uh turns out I didn't have the right plugs. All right. All right. Which yeah. is uh plugs is such a trigger for my ADHD. Plugs. Oh my god. Pl- uh, cables. Cables, plugs, sockets. I it drives me it drives me crazy. I think two evenings ago I couldn't fix my camera up as you know. Right. My good camera to uh, for this podcast and I was going out of my mind. I literally I had to stop and like calm myself down. Oh blimey. Yeah. Well yeah. you did it though. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Victories. Little victories. <laughs> so we've still got budget. We've still got budget for um um something else, you know, right. like um Well sandwiches. I was gonna spend it I, well, I was gonna spend it on, on Haribos, but uh <laughs> not any any more. All right, okay. Well let's let's get to the uh to the uh focus of this week the theme of this week is regrets of not being diagnosed early in life okay all right and i'm gonna take you martin to a little park bench overlooking the lake you know contemplative contemplative kind of uh place in adhdville cool all right well let's jump in in our mayor's car and then we'll uh and then we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll go over to the park. All right. Yeah. Nice park. Feeling the breeze. <laughs> Shall I start? I think oh, I've got, I've like got bullet points. I'm so unprepared. I like purposely unprepared for this. Great, because um, as you know, Martin is, is nicknamed me Paul Winget Thompson. Mm-hmm. For, for me, this whole the regret thing is about authenticity. It's like, okay, ADHD is not like it doesn't. If I was going to say it doesn't define me, but it so actually it really does. You know, authentic Paul that knows what impact. Um, ADHD had on my uh, personal life and my work. Right. Right? Yeah. And and I just didn't know for years who that person was. So, you know, if only I'd known, if only I could have given it a name, I could have maybe, you know, discovered who the authentic Paul was way, 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 way before. I actually came up, I found a really cool quote, like, literally two hours ago by Joan Didion. She said, I have already lost touch with a couple of people that I used to be. Wow, wow. I thought that's really cool. 
it's like you kind of like grow out of one person and into another and blah 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 you learn you unlearn and then in our case you get to like in my case 56 find out wow part of you paul is adhd Mm -hmm. it's part of the authentic me you know you can't kind of like pretend it wasn't there right especially if you think about it how people we interact with people and how they you know think of us how you know in terms of our reputation how we've behaved yeah oh yeah you know like because for me the simplest way i think about it is as soon as i got my diagnosis or even before i got my diagnosis right when you start to think okay it looks like i might have adhd and you kind of go yeah the thing is is you look back over your entire life through the lens of having adhd and then everything starts to kind of click into place and then there's a feeling of regret the what ifs and what i should have done or what i could have done if i'd known by yeah. by this point, I'm in my late fifties. I can't. Um, I was trying to work out whether I'm fifty nine or fifty eight. I think I'm fifty nine now. Um, but you kind of think, God, that's like decades of absolute crap yeah, that yeah. I've caused, and you kind of go, there, there's that kind of regret that just kind of comes flooding in because you think, if I'd known, if I'd known yeah. in, in in my teens or whatever that. M- my life would have been very different. Totally. You know, a lot of, a lot of innocent people as well, have, you know, been, you know, needlessly, you know, sometimes, you know, really upset and uh, traumatised, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've always been, you know, when people say you shouldn't have regrets in life, I've always had a quite a, <laughs> a, a quite um, um, an obvious response to that, you know, my instinct is, you know, what the fuck? Damn right I have regrets. Damn right. Mm. I think it's completely natural. I don't know, but it's completely natural from yeah. maybe uh, an ADHD person's or natural from everyone's. Yeah. I I um, I remember I was um, my first psychologist and um, I think it was quite early on into the, into like... Uh, that you know, I'm going back about eight years or so, maybe nine. She said towards the beginning of our sessions, she said, um, "Yeah, I think it's possible you're just missing some mental tools, Paul." And then slowly but surely, I think what I gleaned from that, what came out of that, so I I missed empathy tool. If I have regrets, empathy is like quite up there at the top of the list. All right. I just didn't have the capability to, whether in work or a personal life, to actually think, okay, I've got this obstacle between me and an ambition. I want to go from here to there. And something's in the way, right? I would just go out of my mind and I'd get really frustrated and, you know, lose my shit and uh, just be completely unreasonable or just, you know, bury it inside me, suppress it and like deal with it in a really bad way, you know, for weeks or months. Uh, but it's like there rather than having what I missed uh, was the like, capacity to think, okay, okay, Paul, it's not all about you. You know, there's some other stuff right. going on here. You know, you know, that person that you think is being really shitty to you at this precise moment, just had a bit, bit of a bad day, you know, so I deal with that, you know, and I guess emotional intelligence. Right. 
a lot of, I think in my case, just a lot of suppression. You know, the, the masking thing. Oh my God. You know, surely masking like fits in, you know, like a hand in glove with this kind of discussion about, you know, regrets. You know, right. Like, just not having the courage to, uh, you know, show, present your true self, thinking you had to like cover up. I think but in my case, for sure, you know, subconsciously covering up that kind of like deep down feeling that I was there's something wrong, different about me um, that meant I couldn't cope with certain things and just like slowly but surely over the years, like building up your skills or your masking skills. But what you're doing in the end is you're suppressing yourself. Absolutely. You know, because like, you know, when you do have ADHD and it kind of presents itself when you're young, you, you, as you're saying, you have that kind of sense of being someone else, no, um, of being outside, like a, like a little bit of a weirdo, right? Yeah. You're a little out, out there, you know, and people say, oh, you know, he has such potential, but, you know, he's, he you know can't sit still he's he's like he's like off with the fairies he's 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 jumping from one thing to the next or or whatever you know and your entire family and close people can just play into that and go yeah you know you're you are weird and odd yeah and you start to think yeah i am weird and odd and that and that badge of honor for me it was a badge of honor right so you so it it becomes part of your personality right and you kind of think well that is who i am yeah. And I think one of the challenges of late diagnosed ADHD is it's become so ingrained in you that you feel like it's part of your personality. All these people mm. saying who you are and you're mm. bad and, you know, you can't concentrate and you just flip from one thing to the other and all the kind of chaos, you know, that ADHD brings and you've internalized it as part, part of your personality as being this kind of slightly outsider um you know that when you do get diagnosed you you almost feel like that is part of your personality and and it's harder to get past that and to kind of realize well no you're not actually that yeah. person it's just everyone told you you were so you were like okay well yeah. that's who i am yeah well because i mean that's to, to to be fair to those people that's that's how you know from the outside looking in Everyone, my reputation, people always said, oh, Paul, you always seem so calm. Pretty much throughout my life. And um, they're always um, really surprised when I tell them, no, it's, it's fucking chaos in here, you know, in there. <laughs> in between these Total ears. Chaos. Total chaos. And, you know, that's masking again, suppression, you know. But the, the interesting thing is, an interesting point you're making there, I think the the benefit of being fifty, you know, my fifty six year old, um, slowly but surely, I've actually learned how to filter stuff, filter my mind much better, you know, filter out the useful stuff and the 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 not useful stuff, you know, right. filter it out. Just because you is exhausting, you know. Mm. I literally, I mean, literally, I got, I had like, I got to a point eleven years ago total exhaustion like a total utter exhaustion and i think it's almost like survival i had to like okay subconsciously i knew i had to start filtering better 
And the ben- but the benefit was, sorry, I kind of get to the point. Now that I'm older, it's like my brain was like highly trained to deal with loads of shit, right? Right. And now that I've learned to actually filter and deal with that shit better, I've actually got this just like really feels like a really really highly trained brain just like deal with lots of concepts and possibilities and you know. So. It's, you know, because I'm, I know that you you work in the creative field like me, so it will be like, okay, here's a situation that you've got to solve for, and there's like lots of uh, yeah. variables. People want this, people want that. There's technical right. things you have to deal with. The problem that people are coming to mm. you with is quite complicated, and they're looking for a a mm. simple, elegant solution. Yeah, and your brain has become mm. quite good at. Well, I, mean, I've, I've, I always think of it as like noticing patterns in things and you kind of go, okay, yeah, yeah this is good, this is crap, don't need this, need this. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of filter out all the stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. Exactly. It's like I became really good at like simplifying it. It's like noise from here, noise from there, da, da, da. It's like input, input, input. I could like home in and like, okay, in the end, it's it's something simple, you know. Mm-hmm. I think because, as I said, all of those years of having to deal with that for years and years in the wrong way, but now older, you know, um, out of necessity, as I said, to like have a bit more peace in my mind, a bit more tranquility, you know, I've dealt with it, dealing with it better now. Yeah, I think the ADHD brain is, becomes quite good at solving problems. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something, you know, it kind of reminds me of, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't really want to change, you know. Like people worried that, you know, start taking whatever um, pharmaceutical well, for, like pills, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't really, I, I kind of like that part of me that's a little bit out there. And um, as it happens, yeah, that doesn't change. You, you stay that no. kind of like, you know. I, I kind of like, you know, if I walk you down the high street, and I, I feel like a bit of an alien. It's a classic for me. I feel like a bit of an alien. Um, but I like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Being di- diagnosed and, and working with yourself or having pills doesn't change right. yeah, you. That's it. You know, like, there's yeah. this really great side to, to having ADHD. You know, this it, it gives you superpowers. Mm-hmm. And... I've I've only found that by developing strategies and trying to deal with the bad side of ADHD, it just frees up my brain to actually be better at the stuff that mm-hmm. I was good at anyway. Yeah, and, and I think it's no coincidence we're both in a creative industry, you know, highly stimulating environments, you know, from one day to, one day to the next, deadlines, different clients, different projects different sectors, different people, you know, it's, you know, in our business, it's like quite rarely that one day is, you know, two days are the same. Right. Do you ever, have, you, do you ever have had that, that thought? Well, yeah, because I, yeah, I, I, I feel lucky that I fell into being a creative because it just suited my brain. Right. Like, so uh, there was a lot of novelty all the time. It wasn't the same job like you never really knew what your day was going to be like so that made my brain happy and then there was uh 
there was always all there was always a deadline and they're always very short which yeah. meant that my my brain was kind of good for working in that way so so yeah, I, yeah. I, I was always really happy mm. about where my you know like i actually managed to make a decent career mm. um that's that suited and i think the advertising agency honestly is like it's full of people with adhd it's just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i worked out there's a pretty much a four-year pattern to most of my my professional career i only realized this later unfortunately i got to like four years and i would start like rattling in a cage and i would go into my classic self-sabotage mode i was actually described as a loose cannon uh, going from like you know like of one of the more most important people in the agency to being a total loose cannon and given the sack because i was right. like i was uh, and i i was total self-sabotage it was unbelievable mm. madness because i just i think i just uh, wanted something new and then come on go on to my next you know four-year learning right. cycle and then you have like you know decades of 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 that you know and then yeah. that's another thing that you look back on you go oh you know yeah. what if i've been diagnosed with adhd earlier and yeah. i knew this was a thing and yeah. you know now i have regret you know like it just builds up all yeah. that kind of and the, sh the uh, shame as well I, I, I upset some people you know along the way that yeah so unnecessary right you know shame the self loathing yeah. that kind of comes with it the feelings of depression i you know i'm a i'm a bad person what's wrong with me right you know you get all all of that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and then you get di diagnosed as we're as we're saying and mm. like oh you know i'm not a yeah. bad person my brain yeah. works in this particular way yeah and you kind of go oh well that removes some of the guilt at least because it's just how it was me mm. trying to work in a normal world and be a normal person yeah but but no i've got adhd i have to work yeah, with who yeah. i am but that's that's it and it goes totally round goes come back comes back round as what i said at the beginning but authenticity it's like who you are it's part of you it's like it also comes down to how you communicate it as well that it's not a an excuse it's just a reason yes you know right yeah in our house our phrase is um it's not an excuse it's it's an explanation right which is nice. the same thing because yeah. there is a tendency i kind of feel where you kind of go oh okay i behave in this you know like i i i continually procrastinate you know or whatever about putting the 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 putting the the trash out for example it just piles up and mm -hmm. and uh and your partner can go well you know right. take the take the goddamn trash out and you go well Tick. it's not my fault i've got a, a adhd and just walk off right yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that goes it, down well <laughs> right it's not an excuse right no. it's just an explanation to why the trash is yeah. piling up um mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I never think of, of ADHD being should should be used as an excuse for anything. It's just, it's yeah. just a why. Yeah, and then and there's that. There's always going to be, you know, some people aren't as receptive as you know our our partners. As people yeah. talk about it as being uh, something fashionable, like oh god, yeah, it's like everyone yesterday was bipolar. 
mm-hmm. and then the day after everyone is OCD, you know. Right. I know, but 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 then I, I look at it and I go, well, if it was fashionable, I've been fashionable all my entire goddamn Jesus. life. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Right, I mean, like, what I, what I kind of thought I wanted to do was maybe try and offer something up as a as as a way to deal with with guilt so i've got like five little points here that Ooh. i've been doing more some preps more prep than i research am. on yeah because i because i because i kind of felt like you know it'd be good to yeah. offer something well i'm i mean it it's a really important dynamic something that's really cool you know you're down more down the line i'm, I'm two weeks into diagnosis you know right this is all it's great cool right so yeah, guilt is a big thing. It is a big part of, of, of ADHD. And I think the first thing that we try and do, and this is in no order by by the way, um, is 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 just have awareness of the guilt, whatever it is. So so if you think, right, you know, like like for me, you know, I had affairs or I didn't pay the taxes or I procrastinated on this thing or I caught, you know, I I caused people a lot of unnecessary anxiety. Um, I missed out on my job promotions or whatever it was, mm. you know, and I, and I feel guilty about it. The, 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 the first step is just being aware of where that guilt is of mm-hmm. when it comes up, you know, of, um, so that's one thing, just, just being, oh, being aware of it. The, the second one is what was the environment when that, when that happened. So, I'm just trying to think of an example. So I might feel guilt that I didn't do the taxes for a few years. I have to think about, well, why? What was the environment? What was going on? Oh, well, there was lockdown. There was a virus. Mm. There was the whole, that that whole thing. And my brain just kind of stopped being in a, you know, running along the normal day to day. And then the world was different. And then right. Things like my yeah. taxi just just went away. Like yeah, yeah. they just oh, away. Right. I for me, talking about environment for me during the pandemic. I, for me, like like a really kind of like in short beginnings, like oh, like a little bit arrogantly, if I'm honest, like oh, I'm okay with this. I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. I'm fine. Then it wasn't till. Half, almost after the pandemic, I realised I was, I was bouncing around, like I, 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 in because I, I like to put, I'm an image person, so I like the image I have is a pinball machine. I was a little ball bearing in a pinball machine, just going from here, there, and everywhere, bouncing all over the shop because um, of the environment. It was because I didn't have any structure anymore. I didn't mm. have like. Uh, you know, uh, get on a train, uh, walk to the office, da, 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 you know, routine, no routine, no structure. And um, I'd never had that before. I'd never had, I'd never had ADHD without structure before that, before that moment. Right. Yeah. And like, whoa. And, I, and that's, that's, you know, make peace with that. It's like, but it's, it took me a while to realize that. And it gives me some oh, peace yeah. of mind to know it, and it fits. It resonates. It really fits, you know. Right, because it helps with the guilt a little bit to kind of understand yeah, yeah, right. what was going on, what the players were, um, and where you where you were. And then the 
next one is just be fucking kind to yourself right mm. accept yourself for who you are so now you know you have adhd right yeah. so we're usually our worst critics you know all that self-loathing and low self-esteem you know yeah that that yeah you know, that grinds you down so it's 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 important you know as almost every adhd podcast will say it's just you know to yeah. kind of uh you know give yourself a a break you know yeah you were you know, uh you didn't have a, a normal functioning brain you, you had this kind of like crazy adhd brain you didn't know you were mm. trying to fit into other people's yeah. normal mm. yeah, and struggling exactly and then uh, the fourth is like is um is change what you can change so can you repair some of the damage and you know so uh, oh, right Ooh. it's it's okay. it's a little bit like you know i've apologized to people for my appalling behavior in the past um it's a, and it's a little bit like i think it's, it's one of the the steps in the 10 step mm. program right you know if you if you if you have guilt if there is something that you can do you should go yeah. and, you know do it um and then the last one and this is probably the, the 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 most important is the past is the past there's a limited amount that you can do about that um you are now a you know you can self-identify as an adhd and you go right well um it's time to kind of tool up right okay i now need um yeah. strategies I now need yeah. things. I, I need my environment to be in a certain way. Um, right. I, need, I need to keep tr trying different things to see what what works and what doesn't work. And in yeah. that way, you can actually just become, you know, a better person. And you can kind of go, yeah, look, I'm not a nutbag. I'm not a yeah. weirdo. I just realised that I need more sleep, or I realised that yeah. that that I I need to write stuff down. I need people to speak more slowly sometimes and I can write right. stuff down in order to kind of yeah. retain the information. Yeah. And this you is what I need. I, I need. Say, uh, yeah. 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 You know, and right. in that way you'll, you'll, uh, mm. you know, you're going to cause yourself less guilt yeah. down the line just, just by improving. Yeah. Well, it occurred, it occurred to me um, whilst you were saying that about, you know, the being in our fifties, get to our age and you, you know what works for you what doesn't it's like if you know you know if you know meditation will never work for you it's like it's all right because there's so much noise out there there's so much so many people say do this do that special on jesus on social there's so much out there um diet apparently but at the end of the day you know people you, you, there's some things when you get to a certain age things will resonate some don't you don't feel like you have to like force yourself to to like go down a road that's like yeah i could never meditate or you're not mm -hmm. into sport it's okay but you can still like really improve your diet for instance probably it's a biggie huge one you know yeah. your oh, gut yeah, health sure. gut health you know the second brain the second, is a yeah, huge exactly. one and second, uh, that's going to be another brain. podcast yeah gut health apparently is Huge, 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 and that's oh, right. where alcohol is really bad for ADHD. Is by the way, so yeah. yeah. 
All right, well, we're going to bring Alrighty. that one to a close, and then, um, and then, uh, as we're walking over to the uh, post post office, um, I'm going to leave the car car behind, um, and I've got like a little, uh, I've got a little little quiz for you. Oh, I've got a little quiz. Oh, which is which is called street names for Adderall catchy title right. i know so so i've got a bunch of street names for adderall slang if you like what the cool kids are saying and i've got a bunch here about 10 or so right and you have to decide whether that's a a real street name or it's one that i've made up okay so Ooh. all of these names so they could all be real they could all be fake or they could be a mix Right. Okay. Put it into context. I'm already thinking, yeah, I think I know Martin pretty well. I'm going to sniff them out so easily. But All look, right. Let's see. Let's see how we go. And then uh, I'm going to get uh, uh, my mate, Prarian, is going to say whether you've uh, whether it was a yes or whether it was a no. So oh, let's start with Brian. the first one. Co-pilots. Is it, is it, is it real or, or is it fake? No, wait. I thought you were talking about street names. Yeah. Co-pilots. Yeah. Co-pilots is a street name. It could be. Co-pilots is a street. Oh, okay. I've got a guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's wind it. Does it, does it sound like a real Co-pilots. name, street no, word, fake. name it's for fake. Adderall? It's fake. It's fake. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's real. Oh, Okay. Started off well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Nice, the mate. second one. Yeah. Eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Have you got any eggs, <laughs> eggs, mate? I'm, t- I'm taking eggs. <laughs> I'm going with no. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes, <gasps> that is correct. Uh, it is a street name. It, it, does, it sounded so ridiculously simple. It had to be invented by you. Yeah. Valium. That's what, that's what that is. A... a Street name for all right. Okay, Third one, boomers. Boomers. I'm gonna real because I want it to be real. I'm gonna say it's real. Oh dear, it's fake. Oh, Mushrooms. Damn it. It's a it's a it's a word for oh mushrooms. Really? Yeah. Here's an an inter- interesting one. Crank. 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 Oh, it's about time I took a crank. No, it's not real. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's apparently real. Damn it. Was it what's, what is it? It's it's a real street name for Adderall. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Crank. Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. Here's one. LA turnaround. L.A. Turnaround. How does that feel? Is, is, is that a real street name for Adderall? Gonna, I think it's a real street name for Provigil. Oh, yes. That's right. It is. It is a real name. Street name for Provigil? Well, for Adderall, but I'll, I'll count it as oh, okay. the same thing. Right, same thing. Yeah, some people call it's like it's loads of stuff on uh, YouTube. They say like um, Provigil or it's also called. <laughs> Modifinil, it's like it's called the smart drug, and it's like t- 
tons of people taking it. In the States, by the way, I'm not blaming you. I'm not pointing the finger. Well, but in the States, you just have to be there, live there. In the States, about one in four people that go for a ADHD uh, diagnosis do, are doing it to get the drugs. Right. Which is nuts when you consider, well, yeah, I mean, well, for one thing, if you don't have ADHD and you do take, you know, stimulants and amphetamines, it it doesn't help your studying or concentration. It actually makes it worse. Right. It, it, it only right. works on um, ADHD people. Yeah. Well, for, well, for that reason. A Provigy or a Modinavir is called, the, it's either called the smart drug or the success drug, secret to success drug. All right. It's insane. Okay. Anyway. All right. So here's the next one. Yay. 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 Is it a real? Yay. Or is it a oh. name I've made up? Oh, it's real. Oh, it's dear. Fake. It's 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 a name for crack. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Come on, God. All right. Okay. Next one. All right. Truck. I like this. Uh, I know, right? Uh, truck drivers. Right. <laughs> truck. <laughs> truck drivers. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take me uh just gonna take me me truck driver now. It's I'm saying it's it's not real. Oh dear, it's real. No. All right, so this one should be quite. Oh God, this one should be easy for you. Smart is. It's got to be real. Yeah. Please make it real. Yeah. Oh yes, it's real. It reminds me once I was in Camden. I used to be I used to be so green. I'm a lot less green now. I used to be so like unstreetwise. And uh, I was in Camden. This guy came up to me. He went, "Ease and whiz, mate. Ease and whiz." And I went, "What?" Ease and whiz. Do you want some ease and whiz? I went, what? <laughs> Do you want some fucking speed? <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 you're right, mate. Yeah, all right. Last, last one Black Beauties. Black Beauties. Black Beauties. I've got the opening credits to Black Beauty now running in my brain. Not real. Did not like that show. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's real. Oh, I did really badly. Yeah. I did really badly. I need to invent a quiz now for the next podcast that you'll do equally badly at. Otherwise, it's going to like, you know, give himself a hard time. All right. I like it. I, could, I like that quiz, mate. Not very nice. Very nice. Did I? Well, I didn't win anything, but potentially would I have won like Haribo or something? That kind of yes, that's that's the torment. I'm just going to post you a bag of Harry Bows <laughs> that you'll have to just throw away. Torment. And that's totally your punishment for, for for only getting like two right. Yeah, I've already got an op an unopened bag of Harry Bow in the kitchen. Chuck it, mate. Unopened. Chuck it. I think it's going to have to go. Kill him. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
think let's just uh, wrap wrap this up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, so we're at, at the post office. Um, so, so yeah, this this is my bit. It's my monologue. Your feedback is vital to us, and we also welcome any stories you'd like to share. We'll be reading all of your emails and comments. And we'll include it as a regular feature on our podcast with a pick and mix of our faves. So please send them in. Please, please, please. All right. Okay, well, thanks for being here. Check out the show notes for any links. Visit us on all of our socials. Um, and uh, in the meantime, just, just be fucking kind to yourself. All right. See ya. See ya. Ciao. There, says the mayor. That's that.